You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back into another episode of Locked On Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M, and we are finally here. Our top three players to watch for in our 21 Aggies to watch in 2021. This episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by rockauto.com. rockauto.com is an online auto parts service system that has been serving customers for the past 20 years. Go visit Rock Auto and type in Locked On on the How'd You Hear About section so they know that we sent you. It's amazing selections, reliably low prices, and all the auto parts you will ever need. rockauto.com, it's the place to be. As always, if you love what you're hearing, make sure you're following me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson. I am the host of the show and I love public feedback. Anything you can do to make this a more quality sounding podcast Monday through Friday, give me a follow, give me a shout out, and I will add it into the mix. Secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12th May related content found here on LOP. You can subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen live every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. So real fast, let's get you through the list that I have before we go into any further. Number 21 is Jameer Johnson. Number 20 is Layden Robinson. Number 19 is Andre White Jr. Number 18 is Moose Muhammad III. Number 17 is Antonio Johnson. Number 16 is... Sorry about that. Uh, Caleb Chapman. Number 15 is Michael Clemens. Number 14 is Haynes King. Number 13 is Aaron Hansford. Number 12 is Jaden Peavy. Number 11 is Miles Jones. Number 10 is Damani Richardson. Number 9 is Chase Lane. Number 8 is Leon O'Neal. Number 7 is the likes of Devon Aitchane. Number 6 is Jalen Jones. Number 5 is Anaya Smith. And number four is Isaiah Spiller. I know a lot of people were probably confused at my number four, but I have to go at number three, the guy who's going to break every single record, who already has broken every single record. But I don't think enough people are talking about this guy. He is going to be a huge difference maker. That is tight end Jalen Widemeyer. I think when you watch this guy play, it is scary. And for him to be a three-star talent coming out of Dickinson High School, That is something of an impressive feature. That is so impressive, I don't think enough people are talking about. Arguably, he is the best tight end in the country. I'm not going to get into a debate on if he's the best tight end in the SEC, because he is. He is absolutely, hands down, the best tight end in the SEC. And he's exactly what the NFL is looking for at the tight end position. Time in and time out, he continues to be a difference maker on Texas A&M's field. He knows how to separate when he's playing against coverage. He knows how to play really good route running. He does an excellent job working after the catch. He is arguably the best well-rounded tight end in the country. I think the only person who you can make an argument with that maybe has the opportunity to finish as the John Mackey Award winner is Charlie Kohler of Iowa State. Everyone else... As of right now, there would have to be a lot going wrong for Jalen Weidemeyer not to walk away as the best tight end in the country. He is physical. He knows how to block. He has gotten better with his route running every single year. He has gotten better as a pass protector every single year. He has gotten better in the run blocking every single year. He is so good at moving his body and shucking defensive linemen linebackers, taking them completely out of the play. It's uncanny. Everyone talks about how successful the offensive line was last year, blocking for Anaya Smith, blocking for Isaiah Spiller, blocking for Devon A. Chain. 
We have to throw in the likes of Jalen Weidemeyer too. He did a fabulous job extending his arms, getting the leverage against defensive ends or weak side linebackers, closing the gap and opening wide running lanes for all three of them at that C gap position. He did a good job closing down. He did a fantastic job making plays at the line of scrimmage. Everything that you saw from Jalen Weidemeyer was so much more improved from year one to year two, and he's only getting better. Six foot five, 255, moves like a player who's probably 230, has great speed, and is a mismatch nightmare for linebackers. You have to play a safety on him if you want to bring him down. And even then, he's going to beat you at the first line of defense. This is the next great college football tight end. I don't like saying when somebody's going to be great in the NFL because you never know. Every single year, you see a bunch of undrafted free agents make NFL rosters, and you don't see fifth and sixth round players do. So I can't go that far, but I will say going into this season, find me a better red zone tight end. I don't think you can because every single year, this kid has been making plays in the red zone since he arrived in Aggieland. I expect him to have a monstrous breakout year. Like we saw with Kyle Pitts, I expect the same thing for Jalen Weidemeyer and 1,000 yards is not out of the question. Let me explain why. Because when you are a young quarterback, you love to target two positions more than anything else. Number one is your slot receiver, and number two is your tight end. Because they're not going deep. You're trusting them to get the yards after the play, control the line of scrimmage, control the clock. You see it every year in the NFL. You see it every year in college football. Tight ends are slowly becoming more and more relevant to offenses, especially when you're running an 11 or 12-man personnel. When you're running a spread offense, maybe they're not, but even so, if you are running spread, you usually have a flex tight end making a ton of plays. Jalen Weidemeyer, I expect to be on the field almost every single snap, and if he's not on the field, there is a reason why he is catching his breath, getting a sip of water, going out there, and kicking butt. He is easily, to me a guy who I thought was top five last season. I thought that it was going to be hard for me to put him outside of the top three. I couldn't do it. With Haynes King being your quarterback, with a new regime coming in here, you got to trust the passing game. Jalen Weidemeyer is easily, in my opinion, the most trusted receiving option for Texas A&M going into 2021. He comes in at number three. You know what I hate? Spending money on things that I don't need. And one of the biggest places you do that is when you go to an auto store. Because what you have to do is pay an installment fee, a shipping fee, a handling fee, and of course, you gotta tip the guy for installing the part, when you probably could do it yourself if you just knew where to get the part in the first place. That's why I recommend you use rockauto.com. rockauto.com is an online auto part family business that has been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything from brake pads to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpets. So whether you're just trying to do something with your daily driver or refurbish a cult classic. They have the parts for you. I actually was able to replace the back taillight of my Audi Q5 by going on a rock auto, typing in the year, typing in the model, and seeing the low, low price. Their catalog is very unique and very easy to navigate through, so you're always going to be able to find the parts in seconds. Go visit rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck and write in locked on on the how'd you hear about section so they know that we sent you. It's amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the auto parts you ever need. RockAuto.com, it's the place to be. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, number two. Who is my number two player? It came down between Kenyon Green and DeMarvin Leon. That was the easy one. knew it was going to be these two. I always knew it was going to be these two. I immediately, when I started building my board, I got, okay, DeMarvin Leon, Kenyon Green. Just take him out of the conversation. 
Nope, don't even need them. Not even in there because they're one and two. Then it came down to who is one and who is two because both of them have been so influential on their roles with this team since their freshman year. It's hard for me to pick. But ultimately, number two is Kenyon Green. And the reason I have him at number two, I actually had him at number one, I think about a week ago. And then I found out this past week when we were recording that he was moving to right tackle. Right tackle, that is not an insult to him at all. And Jimbo Fisher probably said it best. In today's day and age, you can't just be good at left tackle. You just can't be stable at right tackle. You have to be good at both bookends if you want to be successful in today's day and age in the realm of football. You have to be able to play both sides of the football. And if you can't, then unfortunately, that is a problem. So maybe Kenyon Green playing the right side is more of an accomplishment of what Jameer Johnson and Ruben Fathery and Bryce Foster and all these other kids, what they've been able to do in a short amount of time because of instead of relying on somebody who's probably going to be an interior offensive lineman at the next level, you're trusting him to be still a tackle, but just a right tackle. Overall, this is the veteran of the offensive line. This is the guy who continuously has been one of the safer players on this roster. He has a lot to prove on the outside, but as an interior uh, interior blocker, he has been nothing but fabulous. He's one. He's a very insightful person. He's very high IQ. He understands the game. More importantly, he has been dominant in the trenches. One of the biggest reasons why Aniah Smith, why Isaiah Spiller, why Devon Achain were able to be so good through that A and B gap was because of number 55. Since he arrived in College Station, every single year, every single game, he has gotten better to where last season, by about mid-year, he was easily the best offensive lineman on the team. You could have played him at left tackle. You could have moved Dan Moore to right tackle. You could have moved Carson Green inside, Jared Hawker to the other side, and the offensive line still would have worked. It still would have been fine. He did not give up a single sack last year. He was that talented. He was easily the most consistent offensive lineman when you think of this player. Is he only going to be on the right side? Maybe. And does that hurt his NFL draft stock? To an extent to where you can't say, oh, left tackle of the NFL. Some teams don't care about left tackles. I can tell you right now, I remember back when Jack Conklin was getting drafted out of Michigan State and everyone said, oh, he can't play left tackle in the NFL. It didn't matter to Tennessee. Tennessee said, you know what? He's a right tackle for us. We'll use him. And he became a Pro Bowl right tackle and an All-Pro his first year. You can see the same thing with Kenyon Green, just as a right guard or a left guard, or even as a right tackle. He could be a very stable right tackle. And when you look at the history of Texas A&M and offensive linemen who have made it to the NFL, Luke Jokel, Jake Matthews, Jermaine Effetti, Cedric Abwehi, all these guys were good. And they all started out as interior offensive linemen before working their way out to the corners. There have been some very talented tackles to come through the ranks of Kyle Field and through College Station. Kenyon Green arguably could be the best by the season's end. He is so fluid in his footwork, in his pass protection sets, and more importantly, as a run blocker, which is the biggest blessing for the likes of Texas A&M early on this season. They're going to run the ball. They are going to run it early. They are going to run it often. They are going to run it as much as possible. You have to believe time and time again that this is going to be a really, really good year for Texas A&M's rushing attack. It starts with number 55. That is why he comes in at number two. 
So you already know who comes in at number one, and we'll talk about that next. But I want to go ahead and give a shout out to betonline.ag. With college football back in action, you are so excited to be able to make your bets, but you got to do it at betonline.ag. Get the right odds, props, contests, including the online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 survivor contest, both open now. Be sure to take advantage of the opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th at the season opener between Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet. Head on over to the website and use the promo code locked on to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbooks experts. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network. Betting on the SEC football season doesn't have to be a guessing game if you use the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Mr. Picks, rollouts, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. When you follow the Locked on Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast listening systems. So number one, it comes down to this. It's DeMarvin Leal. I think it had to be DeMarvin Leal in the end because of when I look at Kenyon Green, yeah, you got to have him play on the offensive line because if he's the veteran, he's the guy that when you look at time and time again, he is going to make an immediate impact for your team. But when I look at that number two spot, I think that you could have a really good year from Bryce Foster, from Ruben Fathery, from Layden Robinson, from Aki Oganabi, from Luke Matthews, from Jameer Johnson, from all of these guys. But every single one of them is going to have to play a role. Every single one of them is going to have to play a small type of role. You know that they're going to be somewhere special on this offensive line. When I look at DeMarvin Leal, play him. Play him. Just just, just play him. That's all you have to do. You can play him at defensive end. He's going to be great. You can play him as a nose tackle. He is going to be great. You can play him as a three tech. He is going to be great. He is one of these players that when I look at time and time and time again, it's not even a contest who is the best player on the football field. It is always number eight. He finds a way to be in the right place at the right time. He has done it every single big game last year against Alabama, got an interception, returned it. Like what was it? 30 yards, 30 plus yards. Fast as lightning for a 260-pound, 270-pound guy. By the way, now weighs 290. Moves like he's 250. That talented of a player. Maybe not a big sack guy, but definitely a guy who can add so much pressure to cause a sack, to cause a turnover, to cause a takeaway. That is what he is. Against Florida, cause a takeaway. Got the fumble recovery. Set themselves up for the win. And what did he do consistently against North Carolina's offensive line. He was the quickest guy. He put so much pressure on Sam Howell. It wasn't even funny. Nobody could block him one-on-one. You had to double-team him every single snap, every single play. He was in the backfield. I felt bad for Michael Carter. I felt bad for the running backs for UNC because there was never a contest. It was every single play. Every single drive, it felt like Sam Howell had to throw that ball because if if he didn't throw that ball, he was going to be in trouble, number one, because the run game wasn't going to help him out. That's how I felt every single play. 
That's how talented DeMarvin Leal is. He is so physical. He is so dominating. He finds ways to bully even the best offensive lineman in the SEC. Against Alabama, against a first-round pick in Alex Leatherwood, he had trouble blocking him. Against Evan Neal, a guy who's going to be a top 10 pick along with Leal next season, he had trouble blocking him. Every single great offensive lineman has had trouble in the SEC blocking him. It just shows how dominant of a player he is. And more importantly, he's interchangeable. You want to play him at defensive end? Let you. Go ahead. McKinley Jackson is going to play your uh, he's going to play your nose. You're going to play um, Jaden Peavy as your three tech. You'll be good. You want to play him as a three tech? Sure. Take out McKinley Jackson. Send in Tyree Johnson. Let him play. That's what you can do. There are so many ways you can interchange this defensive line with Leal being the key piece. You can run a three-man set where it's McKinley Jackson, where it's uh, where it's Michael Clemens, and where it's Marvin Leal, and you can have a dime defense. All three of them are going to be able to add pressure no matter where they line up. On the edge, in the middle, one-gap system, two-gap system, every single play, DeMarvin Leal is going to make an impact. That is why I have to put him as my number one player. I understand that Kenyon Green is going to help out extensively with the offense, but when you look at this defense, the one player who I expect to be on the field, 100 snaps, and if not 100, 99.99999, out for two plays, if healthy, it has to be DeMarvin Leal. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson and at Locked on Aggies. On tomorrow's show, let's preview Kent State. What I like about Kent State, what I don't like about Kent State, keys to victory, and of course, my score prediction. We'll talk all that and much, much more. See you then, and remember, you give me all. This has been Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network.